Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman-Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, wow. Hey, money makers! Welcome back to season three. Melissa, can you believe it? It's season three. Woo! I cannot believe that this is the third time we're doing this <laughs> and it just keeps getting better and better. Better and better. I think it's like the 13th time we're doing And trust me, it gets better every time because as Melissa and I know, when we come together and we talk about money and how we respond to everything and how we choose to make a difference in our lives every day and grow and develop and all those good feelings that we create magic together. We do. There's something special when you and me get together that... It's just the perfect relationship. We flow. We go places that we planned. We go places that we had no idea that we were headed to. And it always is an amazing adventure. I think just being present here together just feels the best, doesn't it? It's so much cooler to be doing this in person than doing <laughs> it over Zoom like we've done in the past. It's it's a whole experience. It is And it's so cool to even see the podcast like change over time. Like so the first episodes were all on Zoom, every single one, every single guest. And it's because it was 2020 and we were trying to figure things out. Or actually it was 2021. My bad. Wow. I know. It does. It feels like a lot longer, actually. It feels like a lot longer. The pandemic. It's messed us all up with time. (laughs) I'm already not good with time. So I'm like out there. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And then the second time I was able to be in person with some of my guests at Story, which is the co-working space here in town in Louisville. And I just feel like that was great. But you and I didn't get to be in the same room. I know. I'm so glad that I get to be here for this season because it was hard. You were like, we were doing all the recordings and (laughs) it's so cool. And I'm like, "Okay, load up Zoom. Yeah. (laughs) But when do we get to be together? We're here now yes, and we, we get to be together multiple times. So I'm down. Yes. Don't worry, y'all. Melissa is back for many um, mini-sodes and I can't wait. And I mean, we've got snacks. We've got a podcast space. I feel so fancy. We are fancy. I mean... Our gold mics. Oh, the gold mics. I feel like, I don't know, billboard top charts here. Ooh. Yes. We both feel like radio DJs or something. Mm-hmm. We should have a morning show. We should, except Melissa it shouldn't Amanda. be the morning because you are not I a morning person <laughs> and I'm not either. We should have like a 2.30 in the afternoon show. The afternoon show. There's all sorts of people need radio in the afternoon. That's true. Yes. They do. Not a morning show. I guess show. like podcast is like the same. Yeah. You get it whenever you want it. Whenever so. we want it. You guys can listen to this in the morning. You can listen in the morning. We can yeah. totally be a morning show for you as long as we don't have to record in the morning. Exactly. For sure. She gets it, y'all. She gets it. <laughs> and it's so cool because over the last 
two seasons, we have actually been in 1138 cities. We've had people listen. Woo! My goodness. That blows my mind. That's incredible. That lets you know how many people need this. We need it. We needed it, which is why we do it. Yes. We needed it. And we're, you know, externally processing and learning along the way. And honestly, this podcast has been like so healing. It really has. We always get together. It feels like a great conversation. And when we leave, I always feel like I've gained something. Me too, babe. That's why it's magic. I know. We love the magic. We love the magic. (laughs) She just made like the cutest like Disney Mickey motion from Fantasmic, like the waves crashing as he's creating. I didn't, I guess he stole the wizard's hat or whatever. I think so. Trying to remember, but I I am a Disney fan. It's been a long time since I've seen Fantasia. Yeah. And then he had to get all the mops to like mop up all the water. Clean up for him. I want to figure out how to do that. Can we figure out how to bewitch some mops? Because (laughs) I do not like mopping. Hey, it's spooky season. We can bewitch whatever we want to bewitch, bitch. Let's do it. I'm in. Get me some mops. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) I love to hear it. I love it so much. And I'm just so glad that we're finally together. So let's dive into one of our first topics of the season. Let's do it. So you guys, we wanted to talk through how so many times we have like negative emotions, negative situations that happen. We have so many times where just we get a no and we feel so cruddy about it. I haven't said cruddy in a long time. It just came out. (laughs) We feel shitty about it. And we don't know how we want to respond. And usually we don't take the time to actually sit back and experience the no. And we just react immediately instead. And that's a very emotionally charged moment in our lives. And it's definitely super important for us to be able to spend some time consciously thinking about a response versus an immediate reaction. I feel like so many times in my life, it's kind of like that intentional versus impulsive episode that we've done before. feels very similar to me where it's like, if you're intentionally making choices, it feels so much more, I don't know, I want to say like mature, (laughs) fancy. You feel more like a grown up. (laughs) But I feel like with this one, it's not just that you feel more like a grown up. This is you feel more refined. You get to pick how you show up, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, it's one step above. Mm, I like it. She's just making us all feel fancy today. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about the differences. I kind of said them a little bit earlier, but the way that Melissa and I actually wrote it down, we said reactions are instant, typically very emotionally charged, either positively or negatively. What's like a reaction that you've had that's really positive lately? Like I want to think of something good, not just all the BS. But for me, I mean, it was getting this sound going on this podcast and my face was so excited and just emotionally charged and just a beautiful moment that I wanted to experience. But of course, having a positive one doesn't feel as cruddy (laughs) as a negative one. It doesn't feel cruddy, but like I can't think of a specific example from my life, but something along the lines of you get offered something that you're excited about and you immediately say yes, when if you would have taken the time and energy to sit back and consider it, 
maybe you could have gotten even more of what you wanted out of the situation, but you just immediately, yes. It's like you don't walk into a house with a real estate agent and say, this is the house. I mm-hmm. love it. I need this. Mm-hmm. You give it time. You think about it. You don't let them know that you're so excited so that you don't, <laughs> you can get yourself a deal or. And it's like negotiating power. Right. I think. Responding is negotiating women, power for sure. Oh my gosh. As women, we don't negotiate enough period with Mm -hmm. anything. So I think a lot of this goes into that whole negotiation thing. Like we hadn't talked about that before, but now that we're here, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. This is the magic I was talking about. (laughs) So reactions, like we said, can be positive and negative. And we're definitely trying to make sure, I love how you said with the positive one, there's always an opportunity to get more out of what you were excited about. And if you don't hold back your reaction, then you might not be able, you kind of give all your cards away or you show your cards. Yeah. And a lot of times like you haven't even considered it. Like I feel like there's a lot of times that I have reacted in my life and because I already reacted, I never took the time later to go back and reconsider. But if you give yourself that time and space in the beginning, you never have to think, oh, well, did I actually give it enough thought? Oh, wow. That's a really good point. And I think it's even like how we're socialized as women and everything is probably part of that, too. It's just like how we are expected to always kind of have the answer and kind of know. And you don't want to come off looking dumb or stupid or feeling that way because you don't have a reaction or a response. So the way I like to think about responding is consciously taking the time to decide how we want to show up to whatever situation just happened, which typically gives us a more neutral reaction kind of vibe versus that positive or negative. For sure. You guys know we love the neutral. We do. (laughs) We talk about it all the time. I mean, there's just so much focus on positive and negative. And if we can just live our life much more in the neutral zone, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a great place to go, especially if you feel constantly negative. Especially. I completely agree. You can't jump from negative to positive. If Mm -hmm. you could, you would have done it already, right? Exactly. We're just trying to help you get neutral. Yes. And honestly, if you can add neutrality to situations, of course, we don't want you to suppress your emotions. Like that's something I even saw on TikTok recently. I think I was always trying to suppress my emotions and I got numb for a while. Like a year, year and a half, I was numb. And I didn't feel like myself and I wasn't experiencing my joy or my negativity, like, or, or kind of my upset moments. I just was numb to everything. And I agree. The way that I can always recognize if I'm doing that is if all my good emotions feel the same and all my bad emotions feel the same, you should be Mm -hmm. able to tell the difference between varying positive emotions and various negative emotions. And if all that you're feeling is good feels good and bad feels bad, that's a really good indicator Mm -hmm. that you probably need to dive a little bit deeper and open yourself up more instead of just numbing out. Yeah, because numbing and being neutral are not the same. Not at all. Not at all. And I kind of thought they were for the time when I was numb. I was like, 
no, I'm, but it was just suppressing, suppressing good and bad, suppressing positive and negative. And in order to get there, my journey included that numb time to be able to understand that I want to sit in my joy. I want to sit, I want to experience it. I want to be present for my joy. And now I do that so much more. And there's a lot of that that goes into like active gratitude and kind of really taking the time to, I don't meditate necessarily, but I take time to sit in my joy. And that feels the best to me. And now I understand what my true joy feels like and what my true motivations feel like. And I didn't feel that when I was numb, obviously. And so I was having such a hard time getting out of that numb place because I was like, no, people just don't feel things like, yes, they do. (laughs) And I feel the opposite way. Like I needed to spend time in my negative feelings because my numbing was things were negative and I'm just going to focus on the positive. I had some whole toxic positivity going down and I really had to give myself the time and space to sit in my negative emotions and understand where they were coming from so that I could gain leverage over them. Wow, that's cool. It's interesting how we both needed to come at it from a different perspective to understand neutrality in a way that worked for us. I know. This is why we make the magic happen because yeah. we're similar and different and it's it's wonderful. I love it. I agree. It. Me too. And I love learning that about you. It's so interesting. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Hear that? It's your wine calling. Whether you're celebrating a special occasion or just the end of a shitty day, New Vibes Wine is bringing only the best vibes with their Elevate Prosecco-style sparkling wine. So pop the bubbly and get to the celebration. New Vibes Wine was founded by five women during the pandemic as a way to celebrate and stay connected during uncertain times. New Vibes is dedicated to providing incredible wines for both the wine curious and the wine connoisseur. Get free shipping on your first order with promo code WOWWINES or visit our link in the show notes. You can even create your own vibes and learn how to host wine parties and impress those bougie friends of yours with the New Vibes Wine Collab Club. Sign up today at newvibeswine.com. Well, so we were talking a little bit about these reactions. We don't want you to suppress your emotions. We want you to control your reactions and move them from reaction into response. So response is consciously taking the time to decide how do we want to show up? If we want to show up in a neutral way, I want you to think of this as a really powerful choice. If you think about how we said negotiating earlier, If you are not showing all your cards at the beginning, positive or negative towards something, and you're able to communicate clearly what you're expecting from a situation, then you know, okay, I'm not showing all my cards. I can really negotiate for a better deal, a better price, a better benefits for myself, however you want to view that. And negotiating doesn't have to just be at work or just with money. You negotiate way more than you think that you do, but definitely using that neutrality and not numbness, but neutrality as a powerful tool in your toolbox. And I feel like for women, negotiation has like a real negative connotation to it. So if you don't like that word, just pick another one. You know, it doesn't have to be negotiation. It can just be 
you making conscious choices and deciding what you actually want and then working to make it happen. In a negotiation, there doesn't have to be a winner and a loser. Agreed. I think the best part about negotiation is being able to come together and everyone gets the best that they can for themselves. Yeah, and provides the best that they can from where they are in that moment. Compromise, baby. Mm -hmm. If you don't like negotiation, think of compromise. But some people think of compromise negatively. Negatively too. It's crazy how much power words have. They really do. Maybe we can just think of it as like situations because that feels neutral to me. Like any situation could have positive, negative, neutral. And if we think of them as like, again, how we want to show up to the world, do we want to show up as always reacting in negative ways and being a negative Nancy, as they say? I wish there was like a connotation that was for men that was like that, like a negative Norman. <laughs> I just made that up. I love it. Negative Norman. I don't want to be a negative Norman. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's these kind of words that can get stuck to you and you don't want to be a negative Nancy like you're labeled as that. So for me, again, it's just like sitting in that joy, understanding how my feelings work, understanding how much processing time I need. And for me, always using that common phrase of like, hey, just so you know, like I haven't made a decision yet. Like I'm just still processing. To me, that word for some reason just always gives me time and space to consider all the options to gather all the information that I need to make a decision that's very thoughtful and intentional versus a reaction that I have to react immediately. I'm not looking to do that any longer. And I always like it because I want to formulate my response. She loves that formulation. I love the formulation. Like I'm not sure the answer. So I need to pull in more information, make sure that I think of all the angles and formulate my opinion on it not just go based on my immediate reaction. Agreed. And I mean, I feel like we've kind of given some good examples and I was trying to think of some way that I've been more responsive lately. And honestly, it's kind of across my entire life. And just the way that I felt about like impulsive versus intentional spending. If I feel intentional about my spending and as you'll listen to my episode with Deirdre, we talked a lot about just the idea of like, you're not actually spending money everywhere you go. You're investing money always in every moment, in every purchase, in every intention, you're investing in what you want to see. So for me, just kind of thinking back and being like, okay, I'm trying to not be this like polarizing, like not in control of my emotions, fucking teenager out here. I'm like, because if you think about it, like when you're a teenager and when you're a child, like the difference between children and adults. And when we said like, oh, this is so grown up, look how fancy we are in our thirties, like finally being grown up. Like it feels so much more grown up and it is immature to control your emotions versus just reacting and, you know, children do that. So again, we see a lot of power in conversation and in communication from adults. And usually it's just about responding over reacting. Yeah, I feel like the biggest example for me in my life is, and I think that a lot of women feel this way, I would get a text message and I would feel like I had to Mm. respond immediately. (laughs) Yes. And like, that's the whole purpose of text messages so that you don't feel the need to respond immediately. So when I had the realization that immediately when I get a text message, my brain is like, you must answer now. I instituted 
a waiting period. And I said, no matter who is texting me, unless it's an emergency, a real emergency, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to respond for this amount of time, no matter who it is or what they want. And that helped me a lot. Oh, my gosh. I totally agree. And it even just feels like anytime I, I think about, you know, I don't work for like an hourly wage right now, like being an entrepreneur, what I provide to my business is impact. And my impact that I want to have on this world is kind and generous and open and vulnerable and happy. And if I have to immediately react to something, I'm not giving the impact that I'm interested in giving and in sharing with the world and how I'm showing up in any situation in any part of my life. So I'm going to respond versus react. I hope you guys will do that with me. Absolutely. Check it out, guys. Like pick one place to start one Mm -hmm. area of your life that you feel like you react often and you don't want to anymore and just work on that because if you can make something better in one avenue it's going to translate over to all the other parts of your life as well yeah it provides that evidence that you need to create the confidence because confidence is just a habit you know you're constantly saying I know I can provide these boundaries or this response time in this area of my life. I've proven this so many times over and over and over. And maybe you start in the area that you feel the most comfortable in or that you feel like you'll have maybe not the biggest impact at the very beginning, but you know you can feel comfortable and gain that confidence in order to allow it into those other parts of your life. I think that's such a great point, Melissa. Um, I think we should kind of wrap it up there though. Like, I mean, that felt good. That is great. I felt like magic. (laughs) As usual. (laughs) As usual. (laughs) We start with one plan and we always learn more as we go. Like, I feel like it's a... hear something and let it flow through and we're just present. It's a very great, like, example of life in general. You just go out there and you start doing it Mm -hmm. and then you learn more. Exactly. And then you take that information and you decide if you liked it or not. And if you like it, you do more of it. And if you, you didn't, you don't do more of it. <laughs> and you share it with a friend who, yeah. who can also gain something from it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for coming on for another mini-sode with my money mindset coach, Melissa. All the M's. I fucking love the alliteration. If they want to follow you or hire you, because you should definitely put them your money in the wallet of this woman, um, how can they follow you um, on social media or your website? How can they hire you? Yeah, my website is Melissa Blanford Coaching. On Facebook, it's Melissa Blanford Coaching. And on Instagram, it's The Real MB Coaching. So I'm pretty easy to find. Just give me a ring. You are. The only thing that you have to be conscious of is that Melissa is wanted by every con artist on Instagram. So really make sure that you get the right one. We'll put it in the show notes for sure. Yes, please do. Because he's getting hacked, I feel like. Well, I have this like legitimacy of... Like I'm a real person that can help real people with money. So people want to steal my profile mm-hmm. and then say, oh, you, you need help. help you. Yeah, let me scam you. So yeah. be careful. You know, the new scam I keep getting, it used to be sugar daddies. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are all using the same language. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> like 5,000 a week, like a oh, fuck. Yeah. But also like this is a scam and I know it. But anyways, so that one. But now I'm getting all these spiritual ones. They're like, I have a reading for you that you need right now. And I think they hacked one of my friend's accounts. And I was like, "Mm, 
this doesn't look right. They, so, they just prey on people that are in need. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you realize that you don't need to respond at all. My response a lot of times is my uh, silence. It's a strong response. It and is. It's one that a lot of women, myself included, feel uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to respond to scammers. Maybe that's where you, you build that confidence. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, Moneymakers. Thank you, Melissa, for just being here and sharing in this magic moment with me, making my life better and making me definitely say wow about my own life. I appreciate you all. And Moneymakers, go out there and make that money. If you want to put more money into the wallets of women like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram at womanowned.wallet and on TikTok at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.